Welcome to the Dirt Reporters for the week of April 5th. I'm your host, D. Swab, Derek Kessinger, joined with the editorial staff of Kevin Kovac, Robert Holman, and Kyle McFadden. And Kovac, what a special episode. It's our 100th show. Let's go. History being made. I mean, have you ever done anything 100 times quite this great, Kovac? Oh God, yeah, we've uh, we've already got to a hundred. How could we, how could that be? I mean, Derek, he unfortunately Derek can't claim a hundred like that, you know. No, I can't. He was he, he came in halfway through, I guess. We have, we have to give credit to Joshua Joiner also for starting us off. He was the one kind of came up with the idea here to get the podcast going to the Dirt Reporter, right? And, and Derek has taken up the mantle of hosting this with us and and joining in and. And uh, it's it's been a quick. I mean, geez, when did we start? Like a, a year and a half ago, I guess that would be right, or two years, two years basically, right? It's a hundred episodes. We've done one every week, really. Uh, so we've uh, time flies pretty quickly here, and now we're uh, we're at the century mark. That's it's pretty cool. Robert, you're one of the founding fathers of this podcast. You uh, feel like you kind of made some history today. Congrats. Well, thank you very much. And in like uh, Kevin <laughs> says, it it really doesn't seem like it, it's been a hundred it's gone very fast and it's honestly it's one of the things that i look forward to every week uh you know it's one of those things that is uh, you know with our job everything is uh you never know what you're going to be doing from day to day from week to week where you're headed everything's different but this is one of the the steady things this is one of those things that we can count on every single week us getting together and and bsing and talking a little bit about about what we we think and giving our our opinions good or bad and so so yeah i look forward to it and it doesn't it doesn't uh, uh seem like it's been a hundred for sure kyle you're like i think you came in right around the halfway uh halfway point so you're feeling pretty good you're kind of like the new blood you know but we got to continue the tradition the young guys like me and you have to maybe we can get to a thousand one day exactly bought this new adidas track suit you look good. Here just, just, yeah, just for this 100th episode today, too. So That's right. March sure. Madness. He's on our March Madness, right, Kyle? <laughs> March Madness, UConn taking that championship. Dustin Jarrett was there, too, in, in person, live. Uh, saw that on his Facebook. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, this episode, it's been a pleasure. I hit my one-year mark on March 26th. So, um, I've this uh great show with you guys now for for one lap around the sun and you know look forward to another lap around the sun and and uh you know see where where we can take this thing too it's 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 also kind of been our our um you know place to you know catch up with one another and before and after the show too so that's been nice to you know meet weekly with you guys and you know check in and as far as the show goes too it's uh you know it's nice to talk about some light lighthearted topics every now and then when when we can you know because it's just so so much racing right happens and i have cabin fever you know sitting at home so but we had some racing this past week and so finally you know we can talk about some some timely events that's what I was going to say. We finally had some racing this past weekend. We had some crazy news uh, that came out too, as well this last this past weekend. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm excited. We got to have Wheatland had a good showing. Uh, Spring Nationals had a had phenomenal fields with uh, Joshua or Joseph Joiner and uh, Brandon Overton winning those. And then we had uh, Supers at Port Royal. So we finally got some racing, Kovac. So I'm going to ask you. What caught your eye this past weekend? Because it was very exciting. We're like, wait, what is this? Cars going around the racetrack finally. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since uh, there's been races. Uh, like a lot of the guys, I, I kind of looked at the top 25 uh, poll, and I, I think ha about half of the guys in the last poll we did actually raced this past weekend. And, geez, it, and some of them first time since Speed Weeks. Uh, it's, uh, they, they've been getting just rained out and you know weathered out all over the place. So. Uh, they haven't been able to get much going on, but um, it, it was a uh, th the thing that caught my eye immediately was that three of the winners were Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Overton, and Ricky Thornton Jr. Uh, it's uh, it's the four four wins for Thornton, five wins now for Davenport and Overton. 
uh, didn't take them long to get right back on track. Uh, I think they didn't lose any momentum from speed weeks. Uh, Davenport is kind of a little bit of a weirder situation where he, all his first four wins, you know, came the wild west shootout and then one at Ocala in January, all five, all four earlier wins are in January. And then he didn't really race every race during speed week. So he only ran, I think he ran seven races since uh, his last win in January. So it wasn't like he had some big slump, but he just, it just was a longer period of time. Uh, so uh, it, it was n no surprise then, I guess that the, the winners, the right back on track. Yeah, JD can uh, kind of try to start to heat up because last year at this time I think he only had one win. Even I don't think he maybe even had a win. I think it came in like mid-April, right, Kovac? So he's yeah, well ahead. Sorry, of last end of the year. month. Oh yeah, he's way ahead of last year's pace. You could really say. And and again, he didn't run like all the whole week at East Bay. He didn't, uh, you know. So he, he he skipped some races in there, and uh, and so I, I think I think he's uh, he's all right. Brand new car too at uh, at Lucas Oil Speedway when he went out there to Wheatland this past weekend and uh, took some time during that little break to build a new car. His crew did, and and right out of the box, second night out, he wins. Yeah, he was fine-tuning it, is what he said in Victory Lane there at Wheatland at one of the nicest facilities in the entire country. Big weekend for him coming up, racing the trucks and uh, the cup car So at Bristol Dirt. He's kind of excited, I think, for that. Robert, we had racing. We had some news, uh, some kind of bad news as well, or news we don't like to hear. Uh, what kind of caught your eye? You're going to talk about Boyd's, I think, here a little bit. That's kind of a devastating, especially with that great World of Outlaws showing they had at the end of the year last year. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really uh, we did have racing, which was really great. It was a great weekend here. Um, you know, we had some storms on on Friday come through. And and so it's one of those I said it last weekend for the folks in Mississippi. And we had some tornadoes here and uh, uh, this Friday, actually, this weekend. And uh, so prayers to uh, to those folks, a, uh, a racer that uh that we're pretty close with dustin harris lost his grandmother in that uh that storm so uh so um really uh sad news there but um sunday you know as as god is is always shown after the storm you know sunday it was a great day here in tennessee we were able to go out and uh and race a little bit on uh saturday at duck river my race got over with i think even before dark we were done with our race so it was really um a good weekend for racing and then you get up monday and i'm getting these texts and messages and all this stuff about boyd's uh boyd speedway down there which straddles the tennessee georgia state line and uh track that i first went to in like 91 it's the oldest racetrack and the oldest continuous running track in the state of georgia it's like 71 years old and unfortunately that that track has been sold to a construction company an excavating company brown brothers uh down there who from what i understand they were already kind of partners to begin with and and it seems like they have bought out the partnership and have taken sole ownership of that. And it looks like Boyd's from what I gather is going to no longer be a, a racetrack moving forward. I know that they've suspended operations, they said for the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, that's just a, that's a really, people don't realize, and I've talked about Boyd's on here before about what a historic track that is about, you know, Bobby Allison racing there and Richard Petty racing there and, and, my team racing there which is not quite as historic but you know we started going there in like 2003 i think 2002 2003 and racing there and it was a rough and tumble track back back when we first started going it's been major improvements over the years have, have you know dale mcdowell came in there and, and helped operate that track for a while and made huge upgrades and now riley hickman uh has come in there and has has been basically the i don't know if you call him the gm or the race director or what you'd call him but he is has been in charge of that track the last two years and made further upgrades they've had national touring series like you said the world of outlaws and it's just it just sucks when we lose a racetrack and and i, I pointed out that a couple of people you know said on facebook about 
how, you know, this is what happens when people don't go to the races and, and that sort of thing. And this is not the case of people not going to Boyd's. This is not what happened there. What happened at Boyd's is you had a, a company eager to acquire prime real estate and you had an owner who had no choice but to take the money take the profits i don't blame him for that it's just sad i don't blame anybody for making i have no idea how much money he made but i'm sure it was a lot of money i would do the same thing but the only difference between me and people like that is when i took all that money i would probably go somewhere else and build another racetrack that's how that's how dumb i am but these owners that you know they don't have a choice when a company comes in it happened at atomic speedway you know over there in east tennessee it happened here locally at winchester speedway where a, a company uh, came in and wanted to build uh houses on the lake so it happens you know these companies come in and and they they see land and it's not really a land grab it's just it's prime real estate and the owners don't have a choice but to sell uh so i don't think we should be mad at the owners because i don't know I don't know of very many people who wouldn't do the same thing. But like I said, the difference is if I had that much money, if I could make that much money, I would probably take it and then go somewhere out in the country and build, build another racetrack. But uh, yeah, it was just really a sad, a sad day to see such a historic racetrack. uh, What appears to be go by the wayside. So yeah, that's, as far as all the racing this weekend, that was good and, and, and all, but then Monday morning, it was just kind of a complete downer uh, to see that, that that had happened. Yeah, you think, okay, we're finally going to get in the swing of things. We're going to get some races in, good quality fields, people driving all over the country just to get a race in. And like you said, Monday, that uh, news about Boyd's uh, going to be closing and suspended immediately after you know selling it to a construction company, a very legendary track. Like you said, Robert. So uh, another one bites the dust, unfortunately. Uh, Kyle McFadden, what caught your eye this past weekend? Hopefully, it's racing so you can get this uh, positive vibe back going. Hmm. Yeah, it's just as Kevin mentioned, uh, Brandon Overton and Ricky Thornton Jr. and Jonathan Davenport, um, you know, reappearing once the headlines or, or you know, once the spotlight and that much has really changed. Uh, at the forefront of our sport. And so that obviously caught my eye too. And it was like Davenport, like, it was interesting. Like I talked with Jonathan Davenport on the phone on Saturday afternoon, you know, before the drivers meet for just to check in on him and to um, basically explain to him my story idea of, shadowing him all weekend this weekend at Bristol for when he's racing in, in the cup car and in the truck series too now uh, for some behind the scenes on dirt on dirt and flow and just, you know, gathering his thoughts on that and just making sure that he's acquainted with, with, with that idea. And um, <laughs> I didn't want to ask him like, if he feels like he's fallen into a slump because I was looking back, back through his race felt like forever right since his January 30th win at Bubba's um you know he kind of I didn't realize really you don't really go you just I'm looking at his schedule now and it's like Kevin mentioned earlier he had only ran seven rate or seven races were between victory and his most recent victory this past weekend and last year he never went uh you know since he won it at all tech in mid-april last year to end the you know like through the rest of the season um he never went more than six races like without a victory so uh clearly his win hinge has not fallen off and so but i was thinking like in the back of my mind like okay like you know just like how many races has he it's just it felt it felt like to me like 14 or 15 races that he had competed in not like races that he had on his schedule obviously because of all the rainouts but it just to go back and and to see that 
and, and just to look at that as like, oh, like we've, <laughs> there's been a lot of rainouts, like when you look at it on paper. And so, um, yeah, not much has changed as we uh, pick it back up. And it's like, it was interesting, like, I haven't seen a late model race in person. And, you know, as we're um, recording this now on April 4th, I mean, there is never two months that goes by to where, you know, we don't, we're not at a race in person, you know, just with just how our sport goes. So get back track and, you know, have some, have some races and, and have some events to write about. And so, um, have some cabin fever and, uh, we're just getting ready to get back after it. Hopefully, uh, the weather is, uh, clearing up for Thursday at Bulls Gap and, and, uh, ground running this month. And, and, uh, as, as uh, the national tours get back into full swing this, this month and, as all the weekly racetracks start to open one by one and um, all the regional series too. So it'll be a busy month and hopefully, uh, you know, we can start to reap for spring. Kyle, uh, Kyle, in, in honor of, of your coverage of JD and his support, I'm supporting him going to Bristol this weekend uh you know carrying our dirt late model flag into that nascar stuff i'm wearing my jd shirt today okay supporting you supporting him just want to make sure that uh i've got a variety of probably more than the rest of you guys dirt late model shirts because i just that's what i do it's all aware my wife says but just want to let you know that i'm supporting you going up there to bristol want to make sure you don't get beat up and uh <laughs> and i'm supporting and i'm supporting jd going up there okay Thank you. I'll make sure to pass that note along to him, Robert, that, you know, we're all all behind him here. <laughs> I wore my JD shirt yesterday or on Monday as uh, we're recording this on on a Tuesday. And yeah, I guess I'll just add that, you know, real fast. It is, you know, I hope that people, you know, tune. he's stepping into it's a it's a big moment for our sport. And, you know, hopefully he can have a strong showing and, and to, you know, draw more eyes onto, onto our sport. And, uh, you know, cause obviously we all know that Jonathan Davenport is our best. Right. And I use the word our, as in the context of, you know, that's, 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 he's, he's our golden standard that we cover. And so, um, and yeah. And so now that, that, uh, the NASCAR crowd gets to know his story and, and become more familiar with dirt late model racing. It's, uh, you know, well, hopefully he has a smooth weekend. So, so yeah. Derek, come on, buddy. Oh, I got, you got me there, Robert. I was muted. I said, yeah, JD, big weekend coming up with uh, the trucks and the cup series. Uh, and after hearing both of you two with JD shirts, I think it's time for both of you to get Kevin Weaver shirts and support a local racer and legend himself in the Flatland Flash. So it's our hundredth episode. Very exciting times. So usually when you have a hundredth of anything, you have a big time celebration. I remember back in the day, a hundredth day of school, you brought in treats and candy. If somebody turns a hundred, that you know that's the century mark. That's a big accomplishment. Billy Moyer and Shannon Badwin, they got their 100th victory on the Summer Nationals. We had a big-time celebration. So we're going to have a 100-episode party draft. So we've done drafts in the past if you're listening at home. We're going to have five rounds. You can pick any category, any way you want. You just can't pick, repeat somebody else's. So we're going to go the location of the party, which would be the track. Um... We're going to have a guest, a VIP guest of a driver and a VIP guest of a non-driver. Kovac, I know you're probably going to pick the guy from Oakshade a few years back, the guy that went to all the races. Um, a food item. So what concession stand food item that we see all across the nation? Are you going to feed the guests at this beautiful, elaborate party? And then finally, the entertainment at the party, which is a cool moment in late model history. So it's something that happened. In the moment, you can't pick like the 2006 
World 100. You could pick some moment in that race, but you can't pick the whole thing. So I randomly did the draft order, and we're going to do snake draft, just like you would do in fantasy football. I'll be the kind of the guy leading us through the draft. You make your pick. Maybe one to two sentence, one minute, maybe if that, 30 seconds of why you picked this. At the very end, I'll read our party, and then maybe we'll have people vote on it later on. So are you guys ready? So I'm going to give out the draft the draft list. Any questions right now? You guys good? Kyle, you understand this? Yeah, sorry. I I need to pause it because I was like like stumped or anything. I uh, I'm all ready to go. Let's rock. All right. So the draft order is Kovac. You got the first overall pick. Then Kyle. Then me. Then Robert. So Robert, you'll have the first pick in the second round. So without further ado, Kevin Kovac for the big 100th party. For the dirt reporters, what are what uh, category are you gonna go with first, and explain why? What's the what's the one one? What's the first overall pick? Well, I'm gonna go with my site where I'm gonna have it, the, the racetrack, and I'm gonna take uh, the hometown. I'm going. I'm maybe being. I'm not from Illinois, but I'm gonna be a homer here. I'll go for Fairbury. Uh, oh and, my! Uh, what are you talking so about? I'm taking it. Oh. I get. I get the first pick, so I'll take it. I know that there's gonna be a good time there. We can have a very good time. They have the stage there. You know, we can have the, have a band. We can have a, uh, we can have, I know there'll be good racing on the track for that night's event. Everyone will want to hang out because everyone's so compact on the fairgrounds. It's just like the, the perfect spot for a good party. And Hey, maybe McCarty will bring out his DJ equipment, have a big, uh, you know, have a, have a post race, uh, post late night, uh, DJ, uh, you know, a little dancing in the pit area like he's had before. So, uh, I, I'm I got number one pick, so I go I go Fairbury. Oh my goodness! It is a great time. You will not be disappointed, especially during Prairie Dirt Classic weekend. I think that'd be a nice track that they would uh, roll out the red carpet for this Dirt Reporters hundredth episode party. So that's a it's a great people there, Gunnar Sullivan. Hey, hey, hey and I think playing. like I know that it's like the dirt on dirt, you know, backyard too. I mean, I know that's the racetrack we go to where most people say, "Hey, we've listened to the podcast, we hear you," you know. And so I, I, I mean, we'll have plenty of uh, of support for us as a, have to have the big podcast party if it would be at Fairbury. Oh my gosh, you'll be signing autographs for days. Plus, your wife Lori loves Fairbury, so she can be your plus one at this extravagant event. Kyle McFadden, you are up next. Fairbury is off the board with track. Um, what's track? Uh, I oh no, you can pick go... any category. You can pick any category. Oh, oh, yeah, I was okay. just repeating what Kovac said. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well that opens things up a little bit more. Um, entertainment. I want to if if I'm thinking about. You know, not only the diehard late model fan, but also the novice late model fan who wants to know more. I would talk about or show any highlights or of the 2001 Eldora Million. You know, when Donnie Moran would pop on and show our great um, film of the Million Dollar Curse, and okay, uh, you, you know go. that. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, you know, uh, leverage that moment and that all of the content that we had created behind that. Uh, yeah, create this environment of uh, not only honoring, you know, that historic moment and who Donnie Moran was, but also to showing everybody our great content at Flow, right? And so uh, can't go wrong there with that. Have to start with the entertainment piece and that's uh, uh that'll be my draft selections here i didn't think anybody was going to pick the million dollar curse video but it is very entertaining people would get a good history lesson from that uh magnificent video that the flow uh video editors did it was one of the best things we produced so like that choice you get to introduce some people that Maybe friends of us that maybe don't go to the races as much get to go to the history because they're going to miss our big party. Okay, so this is, I mean, I got to go location. I'm going to go the epicenter of, you know, the dirt late model world. Kovac took Fairbury. I didn't think he, that was going to happen. 
So I'm going to go with Eldora Speedway. Simply, I mean, every single year it's a big party. It's kind of like a family reunion. So if I want to have this big time Dirt Reporters 100th episode party, we're going to have it at the place where we all love going to in June, in September, with the World 100 and the Dirt Late Model Dream. I'm going Eldora Speedway. You got plenty of room because this party is going to be to the, filled to the britches. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a good time there, Robert. I think I'm going to go with Eldora. Eldora Speedway for track. I think that's a pretty solid pick, and I'm happy to get it with the third overall. Not a bad choice. Uh, definitely was was on my list, but uh, not the only track on my list. So, but I'm not going track right now. I'm going uh, I'm going driver, and there is absolutely no way I'm having a party that Scott Bloomquist is not at. There's absolutely no way. Uh, not only is he entertaining. He can sing. We've seen the videos. Uh, he's got stories like crazy that he's going to be sharing. He will be drinking the crown. There's no way I'm having a party without without Scott Bloomquist there. So so that's my driver uh, that I'm going with. Uh, get him off the board because I know that some somebody was like somebody's like I gotta have Bloomquist there. But well, he's coming to my party uh, this year. So uh, and I guess. I guess I will go since I've got to pick back to back. I guess I will go track next. I will go with uh, I'll go with Volusia. Uh, I think uh, Volusia. Oh, I know why you're Florida. picking that. Well, in case we get rained out, we can always go over. <laughs> you know, we can always go over to the beach, uh, check out the ocean deck. You know, we can always move the party over to the ocean deck. And still carry on. So, yes, for sure. So, so definitely going with Volusia next because I love the Sunshine State. I love the, I love the track. Uh, you know, it's big enough to host this party. Uh, the racing is, is generally pretty good there. It has been in recent years and, uh, and is always draws a big crowd. I think that, uh, I think that'd be a great place uh to host this party so i'm going scott bloomquist as my driver and volusia speedway park there is as my track those are two solid picks i like your uh, thinking there in volusia just in case we have a rain rain out we can head to the beach the ocean deck bring the party indoors after hours too i think those bars don't close until like three or four in the morning so if everybody gets tired at the party and everybody wants to go back to the hotel on the beach they can go go check out the sights and sounds go back that was a not a bad pick you love Volusia, so. Oh yeah, Volusia, man, Volusia even has the the beer tent right there, right? Has all and make sure it's during speed weeks too, right? So we have all the selections of all the things going on in the, you know, all the all the stuff, all the food selections and all, and so many people will be there. Uh, and yeah, we always have that fall back of the beach too if there's some rain over at Volusia. I like it. So my next pick, got my track. Okay, this. I don't think anybody was gonna pick him. But for my driver, I got to get the man that has the sound system. I got to get the guy that's going to be keeping that party going until 6 in the morning. Uh, people love going to his uh, trailer after races. He's a young, young buck. He can still get her done, I, even though he's going to be a dad soon. So I don't know if that's going to affect him. But I got to go with driver Gordy Gundaker to be on my VIP list. If this party's going to start looking lame, if this party maybe is going to lose its luster, Gordy comes in, gets his little DJ sound system. He's going to be pumping, bumping hits all night long. He'll keep the party going. It'll be a great time. Gordy Gundaker. And he's also a good singer, too, as well, Robert Holman. He can get it done. So I'm going to go with uh, Gordy Gundaker. Uh, yes, Kovac, he is going to be a dad. He's going to be a – the baby is due um, – around the dream so that's breaking news i think he's posted it a few times i, I haven't seen media. that that's that must be breaking not like he broke some news there about gordy huh oh he posted it well i didn't i must have missed it i didn't see that i didn't see that i didn't i didn't notice yes. that yes with the very beautiful I mean, well, congratulations uh, to gordy shot. so, so congratulate gordy and savannah their baby is due around the dirt late model dream but hey he's gonna be a good time that's my driver kyle Everybody's picked a track, so you could wait until the last round if you want to play this strategically and maybe steal some picks from us. So you don't have to pick a track. You can if you want, but you're up next. you got the Million Dollar Curse as your first pick. What would you like for your second round draft pick? 
I'm gonna go with driver Chris Ferguson. You know who uh, doesn't like Fergie? You know he's uh, charismatic, fan friendly. Always has the merch. We can hand out some T-shirts. You know uh, why not go with Chris Ferguson? And I think he'd party kind of guy. I would want him. At, did we want him at my party? That's for sure. Did Did we skip Kevin? No, Kovacs coming up next. He's got back to back. Yep. So Fergie is my guy. I want him at uh, my party representing or the driver at uh, my party. Yeah, Fergie's always down to earth, uh, very friendly. You can talk to him in the pits. He likes to have a good time occasionally, and especially at Fairbury. So you got the million dollar Kurtz will be showing for the entertainment, and Chris Ferguson is a driver. Kovac, you can uh, maybe wait for your driver too and steal some picks because everybody's got their. Uh, you know, their wheel man picked. So you can kind of wait until the last round if you want to play your cards right. So what are you going to go with here for your next two picks? We can list, uh, what's your second uh, choice right now? Well, I can, I'm back to back here now, right? Right, Derek? So I can yeah, just we'll go, go, I'm going Pick driver. your first pick. We'll talk about it. Okay, you're going yeah, driver. Yeah, I'll go driver. I'm my man, Chubb Frank. Going to bring Chubb uh, Zilla uh, to this party. He's on the invitation list. Uh, he's always uh, uh, the uh, – he he's the guy that everybody will he he just blends in to every party and like he's so good at the the party games I've always said you know he'll be he'll be throwing horseshoes he'll be you know throwing uh, you know uh, bags he'll be you know he can play uh, you know if he wants to do some poker games or something uh, Chubb will be Chubb is just a jack of all trades and on that and of course he likes to drink beer so uh, he'll he'll be a good time. And then also knowing that Robert invited Scott Bloomquist to this party, Chubb Frank would be a great, uh, you know, uh, extra extra uh, voice here to be telling stories. I once st- sat and stood in the infield at Volusia uh, after the Gator 100s opening night during the World of Outlaws back in 2006 uh, with uh, Chubb Frank and Scott Bloomquist. Uh, Bloomquist had his, uh, I think he had his crown out. Chubb was drinking his beer. Uh, and I listened to those guys tell some great stories. So, I mean, every, I'm, I'm sure there'd be a big gathering around those two uh, to hear what they got to say. I mean, they'll, they'll just be spouting stuff off all night. So let's go Chubb. Uh, and, of course, Chubb could bring some friends, too, and that, being, that means uh, bringing Bub, Chubb Boom Nation. Along too. Or Chubb, Chubb Nation Boom along, Nation. you know. He's yes. going to bring Boom along. So we'll have Boom at the, at the party, too. Uh. Is it true, Kovac, that Chubb Frank would fill uh, his uh, bathtub full of Coors Light during the World of Outlaw Banquets at the Great Wolf Lodge? Is that true? Uh, I didn't actually see it, but I know he always made sure that his room at the Great Wolf Lodge was very close to the banquet room. So it would be very easy for him to just – and on the same floor. He didn't have to go up steps or anything pop right over there instead of having to, you know, pay the exorbitant prices. You know, he would always, I mean, he's always thinking, Chubb's always thinking, you know, if he didn't have the, the, the tub filled up with ice, I'm sure he had a giant cooler in there. So he would have it. Another thing about Chubb too, in case there's any problem with the racetrack location that we have this party at, we could always, you know, like we could change, we could do a change in venue very quickly and go to this one star bar, fill up his shop, fill up his bar. I mean, how many guys have a bar? at their shop like Chubb does with like all the little race cars in the actual bar. It's shaped like a one star. There's paraphernalia, racing memorabilia all over the place on his walls, pool table. You know, I mean, come on. He, he's a, he's a party master. He is a legend. No doubt about that. It's a great pick. Uh, your explanation made me want to invite Chubb right now. And he, <laughs> he's always a, he's always a good character when you see him in the pit area. Don't see him as much as I used to, but Anytime I can see him, it's always a great time. All right, Kovac, for your third round pick, you're kicking us off for round number three. Well, non-driver, I'm staying right close by. I'm staying right in the Boom Nation, Chubb Nation. Let's bring Shane Winans, Boom Briggs as crew chief. We're gonna bring, <laughs> give him. A, I'm giving him a, a invite. Uh, I know. I mean, just you've seen his photos on Facebook from over the years. He's always been in the midst that you know he's always posting photos from from back then when he was a, a little bit younger but he's still and i know that uh if you ever need any beers shane's gonna bring them i mean he'll he'll get you a beer he, he always will have he always has Great an extra bartender. beer for for boom i mean i can make him the bartender exactly i mean he's gonna make sure that you have your next beer ready to go because i've seen as soon as boom is done racing uh boom doesn't even have to barely doesn't even have to say anything 
this crew chief has a un, you know unscrewed bottle of bush light or open bottle a can of bush light for his driver so i think he would be taking care of everybody at this party too and he's fun he's always uh he's always a, a hoot at a, at a at a at a gathering of social gathering and he always will have his whack pack with him all his crew guys that are always you know <laughs> we got a uh, paco and chinaman with andrew so he would bring the whack pack so you'd have a you'd have some good people there as well with him oh yes and he'd be busting their balls all night so that's entertainment right there too all right Kyle, you uh, still have to do non-driver guest, food item, and entertainment. Oh, oh no, you already did entertainment. I mean location. Sorry. Location. I'm going to stay along those lines of my guest as a non-driver, and I'm going to go with Ruben Amorales. Uh, we Uh-oh. love Ruben. Lit! I love Ruben. <laughs> you know, he brings the dynamite everywhere he goes, and uh, – you know, it's it, we we is going to turn turn our party up just a few notches. You know, maybe he can be the MC of our party, right? And 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 so um, I think I think he'd be a, a fantastic seamless fit, and he would bring all all of the energy and all the all the good vibes that we need. All right, Kyle. But at your party, we will make sure that he does not have crown and seven up because he gets a little he gets a little wild and turned up a little bit if he gets those in him especially during the summer nationals rain out now i know he's the world of outlaws guy but you know they go on road trips too and have rain out so if he's ever in the vicinity keep him away from that especially if it's a rain out just saying kyle yeah no i remember when we explored downtown austin was it last august it was Derek Rubin and I walking the streets of downtown Austin. That was lit. Uh, that, that yes, it was lit. We'll just leave it at that. Hey, what stays? What happens in Austin stays in Austin. I'm going to go with moment. So, you know, when you always have these parties, you always need this electric something that happens. Just imagine we're all having a good time at this hundredth, you know, episode party, and all of a sudden you see that athletic guy running down the front stretch at Highland Speedway, jumping elevation on a Dennis Herb Jr.'s car, tries to get a little punch in him. If that happens at our party, that moment, that place is going to be turned up a notch. People will be talking about that for years. This happened in 2009, and we still talk about Super Chef. So that is my moment. And, hey, I know Dennis Herb Jr. was, like, the guy he did it against Robert, but still, I mean – to see Steve Shepard run and jump moment. like that, that was pretty athletic. That was your moment. That was I took my it. moment. Yes, you oh took my, my moment. Two guys. Oh my god! Great Golly, but, I'm I mean, like, I, how I even wrote though, it down. Robert, how epic! It's classic. Robert, we're at the, it's classic. We're at the party that happens. Oh, that's for sure. My moment is super chef. It's classic. Oh, wow. Everybody's got their cameras out, like Todd Turner, like. Except now it'd be phones, right? Everybody would have their phone f- filming it, like like Todd Turner was on the camera that day. Oh my gosh, the great moment, great moment. That that was my moment. I had it written down. Shep versus Herb. Damn it, man. I'm sorry, but like you said with the cell phone thing, everybody be on their cell phones, like you see on the internet now, and no one's trying to break up the fight, so it could escalate it even more with the uh, you know everybody on their cell phones. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's a great oh, moment. Now I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board. Yes, I'm gonna have to go back to the drawing board. I know, I know. So I'm gonna have to to literally shelve shelve my moment, what I was going with next, and and run that for for my last pick of the the draft. And I'm just gonna go ahead uh, now with my non-driver, and I'm gonna go with uh, Chris Davis from Midwest sheet metal <laughs> because if That's you've ever been one. to a Lucas oil party, a Lucas deal or anything like that, once you get him up there talking about, he is unfiltered. You never know what he's going to say. Uh, great icebreaker. If you need a wingman, I think he would be there for you. Uh, I think he would, he would be there with you to help break the ice in any type of situation like that. And uh, if you needed some party favors, maybe he could bring some of those Midwest sheet metal spoilers. Maybe he could bring spoilers to give away at the party. 
Uh, so, you know, you could have uh, some party favors. People could leave with a new spoiler or whatever for their car or whatever. So, see, so yeah, I'm going Chris Davis from Midwest Sheet Metals as my, my non-driver. Uh, and then I'm just going to have to go with a food item because you you took my moment. So, uh, so I'm going to have to think about that for a second and just go with, I just want, self, selfishly, I just want wings. I don't care what track they come from. I don't care where I'm not naming a track. I just want that's an endless supply of buffalo wings at my party. That's uh if you've got if you've got wing all different flavors and variety, if you got wings, uh then then it's uh it's gonna be a good party and I'm happy. So so that's my food, uh that's my guy, and um you got to move on and give me some time here to think about this moment because now I'm I'm stuck. I thought I had the ultimate moment and you stole it from me. Well, luckily, Kovac is the only one left with pick moment, so there's a good chance he probably won't pick your other moments. You got time to hell. I don't have one. He, he he can't pick mine because I don't have one. Okay, well you you Mr. Irrelevant will be your moment. So you got plenty of times here. Um, Chris Davis, he's at the party. He'll definitely announce. Uh, that his wife is smoking hot looking like he always does at every single banquet. So that's a great pick there. He he's always full of joy too. So that's a that's a solid choice with Chris Davis. And then yeah, Wings. Who who doesn't like Wings? So I'm gonna go. Everybody has their non-driver. So I'll be my last pick. I'm gonna go food. This is a hundredth episode party. This is extravagant. It's big time. And what do you want to have at a big time nice event? You want to have steak, right? So where I'm gonna go this even further. I'm gonna go steak on a stick. Boilins, I mean, people love it. The fans love it. That smell. That thing will have to be outside the party, though. We can't have that thing cooking inside because that thing will be a little intense with the smell, but it'll attract the people having a good time. So, yeah, no doubt about it. We're going classy. We're going with the steak on the stick. I mean, I think that's a pretty good uh, – that's a, a no-brainer there, Kovac. Everybody likes steak on the stick. Yeah, every place you go with that, with that, with that hauler, that trailer there, and man, you smell that. That that's what Volusia. I think my clothes smell like steak on a stick after uh, after a week there. <laughs> You're walking through that uh, that aroma so much. Uh, that's a that's. I, I think you have a good choice there, Derek. I like it, Kyle McFadden. You still have a location and food item. My food. Get ready for. I want some pound cake like what we had in the Charlotte press box. That one. That, oh, we got to get. We got to get the fruit topping and the Cool Whip to to go along with that. So we're gonna have an endless supply of pound cake. Maybe make pound cake buffet. Right? You know. Who doesn't love that? Just all in the world that you can think of. Yeah. So I'm bringing the pound cake. You know. Hey, Kyle he loves hooked. pound cake. A... He does. He did. Yeah. I, he I, likes I, going I to downtown eating pound cake. So, yeah, it was his first time ever yeah. at Charlotte eating that. First he time was thrilled with cake. that pound cake up in the tower. <laughs> Bringing the pound cake. Hey, everybody likes a good dessert at a party. I think that's a solid choice there. Pound cake at Charlotte for his food item. Kovac, your final two picks. I think you have uh, entertainment, which is moment, and uh, food. Food. Item. food. I got. I got a food yep. item for my uh, for this party, and uh, I'm just calling up the ice cream truck that's at Volusia every year. I forget the name of it, but you know, you know what everybody knows. What I'm talking Roos, about it's right outside right? the pit area. Is it Roos? Yeah. What, uh, whatever it is, they got a good selection of ice cream. The soft ice cream is really good. Uh, as at my well, cousin's we wedding like last. I was at my cousin's wedding last year and they had a, a Mr. Softy truck come into the wedding and everyone it was, you know, paid for everybody can just get up, go up there and get as much ice cream as they wanted, milkshakes, everything. And that was, a, I mean, it was, it was a very popular, uh, you know, dessert item for that wedding. And we'll bring that, we'll bring that race, that truck in. I mean, we get, we'll have a good bit. We'll have a good budget for this hundredth uh, anniversary, hundredth episode party. And, and, uh, We'll, we'll just have everybody can just have their because I know everybody. I mean, I don't know. Derek only has one during the whole uh, Dirt Car Nationals. He just, I, I mean, I'm not sure why he only has one entire week, but that's that's kind of lame, Derek. When the ice cream is so good, but we're gonna have that. You can get all the ice cream you can you could eat uh, over that uh, during this party. 
Big time party. I like it. Uh, Belushi ice cream. I think it's Ruthie's. Something like that. I don't know. Whatever the name Come is. Come on. Kovac? You know. I've, Gosh, it doesn't I'm matter. Not Everybody knows the, the location. People yes, drunkenly exactly. Everybody gets it. As soon as the as soon as the pits are closed for the for the you know to to clear the pits each afternoon, that, that the line gets super long. Yeah. So we got we got Volusia ice cream, pound cake, Charlotte steak on a stick, and wings. I mean, you can't go wrong with this party. All right, your final pick, Kovac. Your entertainment moment. Hopefully, you don't pick Roberts. And my entertainment, like, well, just as a sidelight to the entertainment, I will, I will make sure there's a band there. We have to have some music playing. We'll have that oh, dirty grass that, soul, Kovac. you know, right? I mean, we're going to have that yes. playing because it's at Fairbury, too. They've become like the, the dirt late model band. So we'll have that. But in terms of a, of a moment that'll be happening, you know what? I'm going to start spreading the rumor that someone uh, stole the, the, the safe from the Fairbury uh, office, you know, like happened at Golden Isles during that year of the $10,000 to win <laughs> Speed Week shows. Frankie Lloyd's giant yes. safe somehow was stolen. Uh, we're going to make that moment. Everybody remembers that moment, especially if they were there. Uh, and we're going to say, hey, there, there's a, it could be it could turn into like a little mis- murder mystery uh, game or something. <laughs> here. You know, Everyone will uh, during the party, everyone will be thinking, man, I mean, I wonder what, who. Let's let's get some clues here. Who might have taken this thing? And then the first person to find the person who win who uh, stole the safe. I mean, this is well, this isn't a real safe, all right, man. Let's make pretend that we don't. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be stealing the Fairbury safe during the party, but it'll just be part of the game, and everyone can start like you know getting the clues and figuring out like a little scavenger hunt almost. Keep everybody uh, having some having a good time, and uh, we'll have some prizes for the winner. Whoever finds it, wherever it's at. So the moment is Golden Isle safe was stolen back at Speed Week. So that is his moment. That's right, exactly. And we'll, 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 be able to, right. we'll be able to roll that into the park. Maybe maybe the place that it's found would be Derek's mom's uh, you know, beauty salon or something in town at Fairbury, right? I mean, not far, yeah. it's not far from the track. Maybe they could Three find blocks. it over there or something, right? I mean, we could do yeah. that. We can, I like we it. Can, you know, like, follow, the, follow the path to find the safe. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Golden Isle safe was stolen moment. I don't think Robert was even close to picking that. So I think you're safe there. <laughs> RH, uh, Kyle McFadden, your final pick, which I think is track. Track. Correct. Say the best for last Port Royal Speedway. I wouldn't, uh, want to be anywhere else. They have a nice, um, you know, on that Virginiana County fairgrounds property. They have, enough space, have enough parking, have enough um, buildings to where we can we can really invite as many people as we want to this party. A very hospitable uh, track and facility and, and uh, a beautiful uh, lay of the land too. So um, I'm going to pick Port Royal Speedway as my track and uh, which is why I it for last. Port Royal, it's getting better and better facility-wise. It used to be like kind of a hole-in-the-wall type bar atmosphere, but now it's, you know, coming in upper class with all the improvements and stuff. So great choice there. My final pick, non-driver. Kovac even messages to me. He said, I should have picked this guy to my Kovac. This is number one on my list through and through. I'm going with the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Sleeper from Pro Power Motors. Uh... Had a, quite the incident with him at uh, Speed Weeks, I think, at the Ocean Deck. He's doing the splits. He's power bombing people. Uh, this guy likes to have a good time. And if you have a you know, big, stout dude like him doing the splits, he's coming to my party every single time. So we're going to have Gordy Gundaker and Bill Sleeper. And also, if things get a little testy because everybody's testosterone is raised up because of the Super Chef incident, we got Bill Sleeper for backup. So he can, he can play security guard as well. This guy... Has the biggest hands I've ever seen. Great engine builder. He's always life of the party when he's out there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Bill Sleeper, lock and loaded, Kovac. That's my boy. He's going to have a good time. That's a great choice. Oh, life of the party, Bill Sleeper, no doubt about it. I mean, he just – and he maintains the the fun aspect through all these years. He's always been a being a life of the party, man. You see him – I mean, I, I'll never forget him picking up Derek at the, at the ocean deck. I mean, he had him lifted <laughs> up and – in the middle of the bar and man, he was, you know, he unbelievable. Derek, I think Derek was in shock a little bit about what was happening well, I, to him. I'm at that 215 point, but, and at the time uh, I was probably yeah. like 200. So that was pretty impressive. 
So yeah, Bill Schleeper, he's always going to be a life of the party. He's going to, you're going to have fun when he's around. All right. Robert Holman, mystery relevant. The last pick. It's got to be a great moment. Sorry. I stole yours earlier. I'm sure Kovac stole your second choice. So what do you got? Uh, my moment first starters, it's really not, uh, is it really a party until, until someone starts to strip down? Is it really a party until someone starts taking their clothes off? Okay. I I'm like go- where you're going here. I'm going Austin Hubbard taking his clothes off as he's doing like a Ricky Bobby or whatever, running down the front stretch at, I guess it was Golden Isles, right? Where he, he won a, a right. speed weeks race down there. Uh, that's going to be my moment. Uh, Austin Hubbard entertaining the crowd, running down the front stretch, taking his, taking his driver's suit off. So uh, if that wasn't entertaining, uh, you're not entertained. So, uh, so that's going to be my, I had a couple of others maybe in the back, you know, my head spinning around, but since you took my first one, I'm going to have to go with, uh, with that one, um, with Austin Hubbard. Because uh, that was entertaining, his his joy and his enthusiasm and his impersonation of Ricky Bobby and all and everything everything combined there was was pretty good. So so that's uh, that's my entertainment right there. He did he it twice complete. actually too. Yeah. yeah, remember he did it twice. He did it at Golden Isles, uh, and then he did it uh, uh, when he won his first World of Outlaws race at okay. uh, at Screven. Yeah. yeah, I was at the Screven yeah. one. I saw that. I'm not sure. if if Derek might have, you probably were at the Golden Isles one, right? Yeah, the uh, Golden and, Isles and it, one's more famous because I think Rigsby got good video of it. Yeah, and then the other one, yeah, uh, it, they were. And he they, wasn't they completely naked, fine. so it's okay. We don't want to see Schlong. Yeah, 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 he, he had his long so. underwear, fireproof yeah, underwear. Was good. Was yeah. On. Yes, yeah, that was great. Yeah, so that's true. I feel like that's more like an '80s thing, Kovac, going streaking in the early '90s, <laughs> like back in your day. Frank People the Tank, really right? Let's go. Yeah, Frank the Tank. Yeah. Old school. Well, that was a fun draft. That was a fun draft. Uh, guys, we kind of used our uh, imagination a little bit, so I'm going to read these off. Maybe we can have a vote on Twitter. So Kovac had Fairberry for the location mm. of the party, Chubb Frank as the driver guest, Shane Winus, the non-driver guest for Boom Briggs Racing, the ice cream stand from Volusia for the food, and the Golden Isle safe was stolen as his moment. So he's going to kind of do a murder mystery type, and we're going to figure out who stole it. Kyle McFadden, the million-dollar curse video. For a moment, Chris Ferguson, driver, Ruben Morales, lit as the non-driver guest. Pound cake from Charlotte. I mean, who doesn't love some good cake for food? And Port Royal, you know, it's just a track that keeps improving the more and more every single year as his location of party. Derek, I got Eldora, the king of dirt tracks. Uh, Gordy Gundaker, the driver. Super Chef will be my entertainment in a moment. They'll kick the party going. Steak on a stick is food. And Bill Schleeper from Pro Power Motors is my non-driver. Then Robert Holman finishes off with Scott Bloomquist, driver, great pick. Volusia is the track. Chris Davis from Midwest, uh, non-driver. Uh, wings for food. And Austin Hubbard streaking will, you know, get everybody a good laugh and uh, some good old clean fun. Guys, that was pretty good. You guys uh, were pretty solid. I think it's going to be very tough for our viewers and listeners to pick a clear winner. Yeah, this will be a good party, though, right? I mean, we're definitely whatever, whatever track we're having this at, whatever which one everybody would pick, it'd be a good time. It'll be a yeah, great time. We should, as there's four of us, we could uh, celebrate this hundredth uh, every three months for the rest of the year, uh, and each of us uh, host a party at our track. So I think that'd be good. All right, Robert, we got to get this, this together. Your, Let's get it together. <laughs> this is your hundredth time doing this. What is your one more thing yeah, to finish uh, off the show? My my one more thing uh, is just uh, I don't know if people have have kind of taken notice that the XR series and the Iron Man series have kind of split in terms of uh, which by this morning they may have made up for all I know. But uh, by the time we recorded this, but, you know, they were both going to um, uh, co-sanction that that race, uh, some races. They were going to co-sanction uh, a race at uh, Bulls Gap coming up uh, in like two weeks. And then they were going to co-sanction a few other races. But then uh, Chris Tilley's Ironman series uh, has taken on dirt car sanctioning. 
and the XR series, uh, I guess, according to a media, according to an online post, was unaware of that. So they uh, decided not to, XR has decided not to co-sanction events. And again, this is on Monday when I was reading this. Uh, and we will will be airing this on Wednesday. So by the time we this hits the airs, hell, for all I know, they might have they might have made up. But as of right now, as of the time we're recording this, XR series and the uh, Valvoline Ironman series are not co-sanctioning the event uh, coming up. Uh, I guess uh, at at Bulls Gap, the $100,000 to win race. So that race is still going on. Nothing really has changed there. Uh, it's just an XR race only with uh, with no modifieds on the undercard, I believe. I believe they have added the Sportsman, the Crate Sportsman cars, uh, which is kind of like the class I would run if I went up there. So that is, uh, that's what they've decided to do as of while we're recording this. And we all know that is the way crows in this industry things can change with the flip of a coin so uh but that's my one more thing for for today at least great stuff robert holman is always uh i like that yeah kind of big uh, little shake up there for a regional series going dirt car sanction uh, my one more thing i'll go next is got a little nostalgia this weekend at brownstown uh april 8th we got a northern all-stars race i know I'm sure James Essex, our fine good friend, is probably fired up about this. He likes the old school stuff. Uh, Five thousand dollars win this uh, this Saturday at Brownstown. Let's hope the weather holds off. But you know, up Northern All Stars. I grew up with that uh, series. Come around Illinois and in the Indiana area. So a little bit of a throwback for me this weekend there at Brownstown, a historic racetrack at the Jackson County Fairgrounds. So go back, yeah, Northern All Stars, Nolms, it's back. You know, we need to see the rest of the schedule here, too, or, or well, uh, you know, like uh, waiting with bated breath here for a more schedule, James. So we can uh, like you know, just right now is just one race. So uh, you know, once once we see the more of the schedule, you know, then uh, come on, we'll, James, we'll, get we'll, on. We'll talk go. about it more. Let's get all out there, James. Let's go. Uh, uh, one more thing for me, though, this weekend, hunt the front. Let's let's talk a little bit about Joshua Joyner here. You know, he's the, I'm interviewing uh, him today. Uh, yeah, right. Yes, right. Exactly. He was started off the help start off this podcast, uh, former Dirt on Dirt writer. And he's, uh, you know, we hunt the front now. His whole family will hunt the front, the Joyners. Uh, and they started off their own new series, the hunt the front super dirt series. Uh, some looks like some decent guys are talking about a good amount of drivers are talking about trying to run this deal. Uh, this year and it all starts off this weekend at all tech uh, raceway down there in uh in uh, uh you know by uh in ellisville florida and there'll be five thousand win friday twenty thousand on saturday and some good drivers some uh, big name drivers coming down too because they haven't raced yet uh, raced in so long like tim mccready and you know ricky thornton jr is supposed to be going down there i mean i saw shane clanton and a couple other guys like max blair and boom briggs are making a long haul down too uh to go racing so it could be a pretty good uh start for the hunt the front series yeah, our good folks over there, uh, down there in Milton, Florida, getting their debut. Now, if they're listening, please don't give favoritism to your brother that's racing because we don't want to have like this family affair where he gets all the good calls and gets his spot back. So Kyle McFadden finishes off here. I'm going to add to our conversation ending our party talk that Todd Turner's got to be at our party too. So just to make sure that, now the Godfather must be at the party. Uh, it's not a party if Todd's not there. So um, had to add that. Anyways, my one more thing. I mentioned it already on the show. But to check out all of the behind-the-scenes content for Jonathan Davenport's NASCAR Cup Series debut. I know we've been hyping it up and we've been talking about it a lot. But, I mean, this is a big moment, not only for him, but – for our sport, as we as we talked about in our previous episode, I can't really remember the last a dirt late model driver of, of his caliber got this opportunity in the NASCAR Cup Series with a winning race team. So, um, you know, he's he the the possibilities there are, uh, you know, just this one race, right? It's one race, and it it could lead to more. It's that's not. Not why he's taking expecting to go now our cup racing on a 
limited scale even, but it, it this may not be the only race for him in the Cup Series. So uh, a lot's on the table, so make sure to, to be checking out all the behind-the-scenes content here this weekend. Yeah, uh, going to be a big, exciting times uh, there at Bristol. I know we had, like, Mike Marler, his race in the race, has competed in this event. I think Chris Windham in the open wheel side has competed as well. So we'll see if JD with a pretty established team can maybe get a, get the job done this weekend and make our dirt late model guys proud. Uh, a lot of regional action this weekend, a lot of great stories by these three drivers, or these three riders, not drivers, excuse me there. Uh, had a great 100th episode, had a great draft. It was a great, fun time here on the Dirt Reporters. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening.